Oh wait, theme music. The theme music is here. Da, ba, 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 ba. Then we're going for a sequence start. Here we go now. Look, everybody, we have rekindled the show a little bit here, mostly out of boredom. Uh, we're going to bring you more more quality conversation. Yeah. I missed you guys. Right? Right into your ears. Yeah, I missed you too. It's been like a year and a half since we last spoke. <laughs> <laughs> Canonically, yeah. Canonically, you're it right. It feels like it, doesn't it? <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I uh, I thought 2021 would be better, but it was just not. So I I'm sorry we had to stop producing shows, folks. It's it's my bad, really. Like, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. I don't know what know? to tell you. No, there's a lot of factors. I don't think anybody really missed them. And if they did, then we're bringing them good news. My girlfriend missed them. She fucking loves them. Uh, <laughs> well, shout out to her. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she'll listen to this one. I'm not gonna tell her we put out a new episode. See if she finds it. That's how you know they're a real fan. Yeah, see if she is a true fan, you know? Like, true fans stalk. So true. (laughs) True fans form lifelong parasocial relationships. Parasocial? And also also buy all our merch. By parasocial, do you mean, like, beside social or, like, parasite social? (laughs) I I believe it's it's more the latter. Mm. Uh, oh, I was just picturing your friends, but with people in wheelchairs. Yeah. Oh. Hmm? <laughs> that that's a much more fun yeah. way of thinking about it. <laughs> fun and maybe a little ableist. Yeah, anyway. pre- pretty ableist, yeah. I think ableist is the my sin. I I do it all the time. It's I don't know. I saw that cop with the one arm the other day, and I was like, that guy shouldn't be a cop. I just. I don't know. How's he gonna beat down protesters with one arm, right? Like, yeah. The the have a pretty serious strong arm of the law is only one arm. <sighs> he literally like the video was so absurd too, right? He was chasing down this suspect and he couldn't catch him. He's missing an arm, right? You'd think he'd be more aerodynamic. And mm-hmm. then this guy, this civilian, pulls up in a car and gives him a ride to <laughs> this where this suspect is already being held by a two-armed cop alone right it was just so much for me i don't know my brain he gets out of the car and says need a hand exactly like (laughs) oh it looks like you got this yeah and the the story on was about the the civilian giving this cop a ride during a foot chase right that's what where i saw it on youtube oh and then the one-armed cop thing was just dropped as like not the story at all right like and i was like that seems like a story to me like we should be talking about that there's this thing in uh canadian law you're not allowed to deny anybody uh a job unless they uh have a uh for like reasons that uh infringe on your like uh race creed color sex disabilities right uh they have something called a bona fide op- occupational requirement, uh-huh. and then you can fucking uh, ignore that shit, right? And the yeah. and the famous case they teach you about that is this fucking woman who was trying to be a fireman in BC and just could not meet any of the physical standards they had for it, right? Uh-huh. And the Supreme Court was just like, nah, wave the magic wand, she's a fucking fireman, and that's <laughs> how I that's how you're supposed to keep it in mind, uh-huh. right? Like. 
that it's just so extreme <laughs> that you fireman important job right not that yeah. important yeah. sex and disability more important right but i don't know cop it seems like he needs an arm right like woman cop no fuck i don't question that at all right she can't meet any of the physical standards most cops can't meet any of their physical standards but an arm i don't know i don't know yeah i mean i don't i don't see why you know as a as a patrol somebody on patrol i you know i'm with you there but i don't see why they couldn't be clerical staff or i don't know either yeah i don't part of a great undercover yeah I mean, good for him for, like, accepting no limitations, but, like, bad for the system for, like, not putting limitations on him, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sucks for all those other thieves that got away. Yeah, yeah. Or, or all those other two armed cops that could be doing that job at 100%, right? <laughs> the, the Brandons of the world. We have a friend who has been aspiring to be a cop for many, many years, and, uh, has just made no progress despite like tremendous work ethic and like study and all this all these things and then i i read this story about the one-armed cop i almost didn't send it to our group chat thinking of brandon like (laughs) this guy would be upset right i don't know yeah maybe maybe it's uh like uh you know maybe it's it's for the best maybe if this maybe if this guy did have two arms they would just be unstoppable, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's leveling the playing field. For the criminals, you, to... I don't understand. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was dumb. Well, that's what we get for defunding the police. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it cost you an arm and a leg. Fuck, that was a Joe Rogan. Just one take. arm. I uh, I saw was yeah it? after the school shooting the Texas one where they were cowards oh, that that they're ca- they were cowards because uh, the defund the police is emasculated police in this country they no longer feel secure to do their jobs or whatever yeah yikes I agree the jobs they already weren't doing yeah. crazy <laughs> I just all right I'm gonna I'm gonna steer the topic of conversation sorry go ahead towards something we discussed take the helm julian should we should we talk about ants i I, i've been thinking about ants non-stop for the last like couple weeks i don't know why (laughs) people have questions about ants and we have answers i don't have answers that is the point of why i'm so interested in ants do you like there are i gotta ask i gotta ask before you get going yeah do you have ants in your pants? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even funny. Come it on. was, though. It was so unfunny, it got me. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting something somewhat serious. Me too, there. me too. I was so prepared. <laughs> but anyways, I'm fascinated in ants because we have no idea how we, they got here. Is basically, like, we, we know they evolved from a species of wasp. But how does a eusocial species evolve is basically what I'm getting at. And I don't really like... Uh, wasps or bees or termites as much i just i don't know i think the ants have an aesthetic that reminds me of uh people really Uh, the ants remind me of people is uh, where i'm gonna get at with this bit but uh use sociality uh biologists have no explanation for it and they just like constantly in any scientific paper they uh about ants and their evolutionary uh history they're always like we have no idea. Like, there are some theories, but they're actually worth jack shit. We just have no idea where they came from. 
And <laughs> it just fascinates me so much, right? Because ants are uh, the other, uh, what's the word, um, e ecologically dominant species on earth right uh ants are in every environment except for like antarctica and hawaii or some shit like that oh not in nice. antarctica yeah come on that's a branding <laughs> fail <laughs> i agree and like i'm sure they're there on uh in the walls of some space uh station there too if they fucking looked hard enough i forgot where i was going uh they're everywhere they're, they're all over the place species. dominant you species social. there are more uh there's more ant mass in the world than there is mass of vertebrates not people vertebrates whales wow fucking dogs you fucking name it right like yeah and that's creepy <laughs> and so i compare us a lot and you know they operate a lot the same they make highways they go to war they, they do weird things there's one species of ant that will, for a, a battle tactic, you know, everyone knows that uh, ants have like a warrior cast sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. But these ants will swell up and puss up and then like saunder over into the enemy camp and die. And the enemy will feast on them. And he, in that sacrifice, they will kill like dozens of ants. Heck. Jesus. Yes. Right? And... Uh, what does that remind you of? Like immediately suicide bombers, right? Like that's what I think of. Yeah. And, uh, and there are so many instances of that where the ants have achieved through evolutionary mastery, brute, uh, survival of, I don't, I don't want to call it the fittest brute survival have been able to replicate, uh, many of the superstructures that we have in our societies. And I, I think that, and this is where the bit gets kind of dark, that people have evolved into colonies from a less than social, uh, from a, a semi-social status and are tending towards eusociality and that eusociality is tended towards because it is the most militarily viable and that ants evolved because they fucking killed each other on mass until they were the ones that fucking survived. And that's what I got for you on my ant bit. Yeah. Now, when you, you're throwing this word, you sociality, and oh, you social yeah. around, well, I'm a simple person. I'm sorry. Could you, I, could the, you use simple people words yeah, to describe my, that? My keyboard's too loud to Google The it. Greek. Uh, I just assume so many people. I, you, EU as a suffix means true. And then sociality oh. means, uh, or real, true is a better okay. fucking translation, though. And so you sociality means true sociality. And the biologists I've been reading describe true sociality as uh, when many members of a, a lineage group work to the preservation of genes other than their own. Huh. So... You know, okay. And then I think about people, right? Did you know that right. every president except for one uh, has been descended from King John of England, including wow. including Barack Obama, the president who wasn't descended from uh, King John of England, who ruled in like 1215, folks. Uh, he was a uh, Martin Van Buren, and he ruled in like the 1800s, the early 1800s. And that's only because yeah. he was Dutch, right? Yeah. And, and so I've been thinking about these things like lineages, right? 
and what percentage of people get to breed and things like that. And I think we're closer to ants than we uh, than we like to lead on, right? I don't know. All right. So by fighting for the genes of another, the ants are fighting for their queen, mm-hmm. which carries the genes. Yes. And then we're fighting for basically just the billionaires. Yeah. And there, there I think, is the difference that ex- can explain uh, why we are... Uh, we're, we're not at yet at eusociality, and it's because of the, uh, the tactical uh, minutia of uh, man-on-man versus ant-on-ant. When an ant tries to kill another ant, and they're not like warrior class or fucking pus monsters like I've talked about, they're just like standard ants, right? Mm-hmm. They can't do it. You, you, it. One ant is physically incapable of killing another, basically if they are of the same species and all that. And uh, they need to coordinate to kill each other. One, like, they have a bunch grab a leg each and hold mm-hmm. them still. And then the third one, sorry, the, the last one, the third one, there's like six legs there. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they spit acid onto their belly repeatedly until they can get inside and then they kind of, like, burn their way out from there. Yeah. Yeah. And so killing in the ant world is much, much harder. It requires much more coordination. And uh, whereas killing in, uh, in humanity is easy, right? You can, uh, you can kill people from distances, en masse. On accident. Yeah. And, uh, and it's always been that way. You can kill people easily from a far away, away right? And that I think that explains yeah. why eusociality is not yet taken hold, despite the violent competition that we have been exposed to. Or maybe because there's just it's that... too easy for humans to kill other humans. Yes, it it, it okay. provides uh, a male-dominated ar- uh, hierarchy and a female-dominated hierarchy like the ants. But you know, maybe I'm just fucking losing the thread there at the end because I don't know. Fuck, they fascinate me. It's just such a weird thing to not know about, right? We have so many answers to so many questions. When did the universe (laughs) begin 14.7 billion years ago? Why is the sky blue? You have no violet receptors in your eyes, right? Like, there are answers to fucking weird questions, and they don't know (laughs) shit about ants. Anyways, thank you for indulging that. Sounds like you've kind of uh, fallen down the ant hole. (laughs) Um, yeah. I've been scanning for puns to make here, and I, I can't believe I missed that one. It was a stretch. Um, <laughs> similarly, my, my nephew is very fascinated with ants recently, but uh, he just really thinks anthills are, are cool. I mean, so they are. That's a, that's, a, that's a much more shallow take. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it may be deeper on so many levels, right? Like... <laughs> I'm trying to read something into it almost. I I see Maybe I see the connection you, to people before. You just need to you just need to grab that that loose thread and just pull and just let yourself go a little psycho. Yeah. Yeah. Just snap. Get a couple um what are those called? Cork boards. Get some red uh some red thread, some red yarn. I don't Just understand. lock yourself in a room for a few weeks. Just go <laughs> mental. Oh, I see. <laughs> there could be a serious thesis here. 
Yeah, you get your corkboard and your red string, and it's just connecting all sorts of different high-res photos of ants to one another. You know, the the only the only thing I can kind of tangentially connect to this is I once read about some Brazilian species of ant. No, you didn't. I tell the story all the time. You didn't read them. As... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, either or. Either or. The the one that's taking over, right? Yeah, yeah. The super colony. Go ahead. Yeah. That's messed up. I don't know enough about it. To, that's just. Would you mind if I, I did the say. bit about it? Because I love this story. You know, I I have a feeling it was on another podcast in the in the past that it, you brought it up. It but, might have been. It might have been. Hey, we need content. So yeah, and we're well past those episodes now. Are we? I don't know. Anyways, there was this uh, type of ant in the Brazilian rainforest, and they uh, were tree ants. They would colonize one tree at a time, right? But they were also like vicious and they would attack any ant, including their own species, from the next tree over. And they were really good at warfare. Like really good at it. And then somebody, I think an American, uh, shipped these trees to like California <laughs> and they survived in them. And when they got there, well, over uh, while they were getting there, they evolved to not attack each other anymore. I don't know, like scarcity of resources. Maybe there was a, a, a group that became dominant. We can't know, right? Mm -hmm. But they, they land in California, and uh, they've since taken over the world. They're in every continent. They uh, massacre millions of ants every day. They, uh, they are a super colony that is something like 300 million ants. Or th sorry, that sounds low. It's got to be like 3 trillion ants. I'm going to Google it. Uh, super colony. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for bringing that up because that's a that's a bit I love. Hey, I got you. Remembering tidbits is what I do. <laughs> Our master of tidbits. I would prefer to be the master of timbits, to be quite fair. <laughs> the timbit treasurer, if you will. Oh, I will. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I await your uh, donation eagerly. It's Argentine ants, people. I'm sorry. I keep oh, saying Brazilian. Argentinian. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, the ant. It's just called the Argentine ant, and it's fucking everywhere. Nice. Cool. I love Good it. on them. It's such a great fucking thought. It's basically, uh, you could compare it to history so easily as well, right? This group For sure engages in fucking vicious warfare amongst itself for centuries, millennia, unable to fucking game do gain dominance one lineage over another. And then they manage to get across an ocean and fuck everyone else up together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I'm trying not to compare it to history. Yeah. It's, it's it's difficult. difficult uh, it's difficult not to. It, it's why um, I love ants. That's kind of I. That's from what I know. That's kind of the plot of Destiny. I think. Destiny, the video game. Yeah, uh, I think there's like a there's like one alien race, and that's basically what happens. Mm. And that's why they're attacking Earth is because they they go, oh, we want your stuff, so we put aside our differences, and we're gonna kick your butt. That's funny. 
uh, I saw this Reddit post one time that it was like, I'm so tired of the fucking trope that aliens come and they're just like way better at warfare than us. Like, I want to see uh, a book written from the plant alien perspective, the cognizant plant alien that is just mm-hmm. unable to respond to the invasion of the humans and is just like massacred by these fast moving gods. <laughs> like, it was a great post. <laughs> That sounds like uh, a, a strange form of uh, eldritch horror, of like weird body horror, being yeah. being a plant just trapped, unable to. Sounds like Avatar. Uh, from the tree? from the tree's perspective, I guess. <laughs> Again, a stretch. Hey, we're we're stretching. We're limbering up. Let's yeah, start doing podcasts we we're gonna here. start up a yoga pod in a minute. <laughs> We should get real into it. We should. You do Left yoga look. already. I should do yoga. I should do more. Oh, yoga. I already did my session. I know. It's great. I'm, my parents have been doing chair yoga like consistently yeah. over the last couple of weeks. I'm really proud yeah. of them, but I'm also like really disappointed in myself. So, like... <laughs> if it makes <laughs> so you feel any better, yoga? yeah, chair yoga. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that sounds right up my alley. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> I'm trying to lampoon it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, carry I, on julian I, carry on i think it's perfect for uh 50 somethings i think julian you should be more ambitious but yeah i pro- probably should be <laughs> uh, baby steps I, but if i could do yoga while sitting down that sounds really good yeah no i thought about doing uh doing it with them but then i uh i touched my toes in the kitchen and i was like nah i got another five <laughs> ten years yeah, oh, i'm good no. Okay, before we get off track here, while ants are still on the back burner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was helping my dad earlier, and uh, I'm closing up. We have a little green shop, a green shop, a greenhouse. Uh, I'm closing it up, and I look down. Oh, wow. There's millions, millions of little uh, flying ants crawling out of the deck boards. And uh, long story short, I killed them all. <laughs> Just blasted them with pesticides. That's uh, just that's violent. I, uh, brutal. I have no ability to kill insects anymore. Ever, ever, oh. si- ever since I studied Hinduism, I was at my. That gr- sucks. <laughs> I was at my girlfriend's the other day, and uh, we were smoking weed in her bathroom, and she goes, uh, uh-huh. "Oh, you got to kill that spider." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, there's no way I can kill that spider. <laughs> there's nothing. He's done nothing to me." <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of on a middle ground with you there. I, I picked him up the, and I put him outside. So yeah, straight. Up. Yeah, if there's a bug just hanging out, all right, we're cool. But if there's a if there's a colony of ants about to devour my deck, yeah, I'm, no, I'll, I'm a little less lenient. No, I, you've missed yeah, the point I'm of my fucking diatribe there. Like, I, ants are not a uh, an individual thing that need to be treasured, right? They're a nation state. They can be gone to war with. You can <laughs> you can commit genocide and all those things. So what you're suggesting is we formally declare war on ants? I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think they could win. I'm honestly more at bio- this rate, would it would it be the worst thing if we lost yeah. as a species? I mean, <laughs> okay. We did lose the war on drugs. I would like to lose the war on ants Fuck. as well. The war on emus. We'll ask the Australians to head it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's throw them at the ants first. Test the waters. Ugh. They have some experience losing to animals. 
Man, if we're declaring war on ants, I think we have to straight up evacuate Australia. No, they're actually mostly in South America. Australia is it's too hot, right? Like Oh, okay. Not a lot of ants. I don't think so. And also they're so, uh, they're continentally not very connected to the rest of the the planet. Oh yeah. So they may not get the news for a while even. No, they might not <laughs> they might not have gotten <laughs> ants, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure though. I uh, I'm just spitballing there. They, the ant thing has a has a last connection. I just want to talk about. It, then we can drop it. And it's uh, it's because I've been thinking about uh, this philosophical position that I have, and that's that people don't make choices, right? There's no such thing uh-huh. as free will. Is uh is my stance as of this point, and uh, it makes history more explainable. If you view people like you do ants, it makes it okay. easy. You know what I mean? It makes it yeah. natural. Yeah. Like I just did with the English and the and the Argentine ants. That, that seems suspicious. You know what I mean? And the warrior w- caste. Would you, do, have you, would ever, you have any other examples? Uh, I was going to go the warrior caste, right? Uh-huh. How, what... What is the uh, equivalent in uh, in human culture, right? We we can't evolve a warrior caste, right? We have uh, we don't kill people enough. We don't we don't reproduce fast enough. Not so, anymore. Never. We've never we've never been insectoid, right? Like I feel like we got close there for a while. I uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, well, I would argue that World War One is a moment that is ant-like in its evolutionary uh, speed, right? Yeah. Okay. That you, I can see that. you kill so many people so fast that you breed thought patterns out of existence. Yeah. Uh, nobody charges into gunfire anymore, right? And I think that's because everybody who would has died. I think. I'm not sure, though. Well, it's been a while. <laughs> it's true. We haven't tested. We haven't had the opportunity to find out recently. Yeah. I mean, people will still do that, right? But it's no longer viewed as as brave or or the plan it's like a last ditch effort or like Mm -hmm. desperation the the bonsai charge yeah yeah that's a desperate man's fucking gamble right they knew it that's you know they're not fucking saying all hail because they think this is going to work out for them yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but then when it did oh brother awkward the warrior how do you caste. explain that to the emperor oh jeez. <laughs> the emperor <laughs> but the warrior cast I, I was looking at these this picture of uh it was just an art piece it was uh it was very modern it had to be i don't know 21st century at least and it was of these knights marching down a road right and they're fully clad in mail and plate and they're singing and they're uh you know they're marching. They're they're doing what fucking soldiers do. And uh, all I can think of was, well, that's how we we created our fucking warrior caste, right? We uh, instead of uh, eating things and uh, feeding young ones so that they produce the armor, we uh, we just make it for them. You know, it's it's not all that different. You know, cladding someone in armor with food or cladding someone in armor. Uh, with materials, you know, 
the ants build with materials, but they uh, they hire with food. We just build with uh, we hire with materials as well. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. But anyways, like both colonies still apply energy to creating warriors. That's a that's a very uh, that's very the way I'm trying to get it across. That there's a uh, there's not many inputs to society, and it, it's it's very transferable to other species, you know. And I, I think this is a Stellaris thing. I'm taking it from the video game. I, <laughs> I, I do this all the time. It's terrible. But, uh, you know, you need food, you need power, and you need fucking material. You know, you need metal and you need rock, and that's about it, right? Like, Yeah. yeah. I don't know, though. Yeah, um, I have at least one ant point that I want to yeah. just throw out there. How, uh, have you thought much about bees? See, bees just don't fascinate me as much because they don't go to war with each other. Wars. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> bees yeah, are not like humans, right? They are, uh, I mean, they are technically, right? Because bees are also descended from a species of wasp and wasps decimate bees all the time. So, And bees do kill wasps in very interesting ways right you've heard of these yeah. wasps that go in and they're massacring like 50 bees and, th- and then all the bees clump onto the wasp and vibrate until the wasp cooks to death and the bees cooking temperature is like half a degree higher than the wasp <laughs> so that they can fucking take them down right that's pretty cool yeah. but it's nothing like what humanity's ever dealt with actually it is i guess right like a colonial fucking experience yeah. That's pretty cool, but I like the Argentine fucking example better <laughs> for that, right? So, and it just they because of their creepy crawly nature, they have uh, been geographically destined in a way that is more similar to ours. How about that? Yeah, they can't just fly away the way the bees can. Yeah, uh, geography is destiny unless you have fucking wings. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's just my inner optimist thinking about, oh, like, instead of fighting wars like ants, what if we all just got along like bees? But mm. that's that's a simplification. Hey, man. Well, we all can fly now, right? So maybe. That's true. Geography is no longer destiny. Oh, I disagree. I di- well. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to uh, – I just finished a, a new book by Peter Zihan, that guy I showed you a couple years ago, Julian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he just came up with a new book called The End of the World is Just the Beginning, which is a positive fucking title. And uh, and it, the, the oh, line sure. that stuck with me is that uh, geography is about to become destiny again. And it's like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. He uh, he he said. Uh, I think I told DJ this. Uh, he said recently in front of a board of captains and admirals at the U.S. Navy that he thinks China will collapse if not by the end of the year, then for sure by the end of the decade. That's such a crazy statement to base your whole career around for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's hanging a lot on the line. They, they're a fucking, you gotta take the plunge they're a regime, right? Regimes don't just fucking fall, right? Like, they, they gotta be shook. Like, and even if they're shook internally, right, they can limp on, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, we want to move on from ants? Yeah, let's... You know, I mean, you uh, I guess. No, nah, like, I've, I've said a lot about ants. They're... <laughs> It's just a fucking bug. Like. 
No, I feel like DJ's got one more ant pun. Ooh, uh, uh, my aunt just <laughs> visited today. Uh, that's that's more a circumstance. Uh, no, 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 I think that's you should. Exactly what I was looking for. I was hoping he'd follow up with another Alice in Wonderland thing. You know, like. Uh, ooh, uh, ooh, Allison, ah, uh, ugh. The caterpillar. Allison Wonderland? Or maybe the... Uh, more like Alice oh, in Wonderland. Yeah. That was there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you don't have to humor no, me. No, we do, we asked for that <laughs> one, so. Okay, that's true, you did. Um, uh, all right, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna lean into something about how all this discussion has me panting, but that sounds like panty, and that's that's a little, that's a little for DJ's taste. There actually, yeah, that's a big crass. Uh, oh, they build pretty um, complex settlements, correct? Yeah, where they all live in close proximity to one another. Well, sure. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, kinda. I don't, I don't know where it works. Q, yeah. Is that my oh, Q? Sorry. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> wow, Julian, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, just this morning, I read a pretty interesting article uh, from MIT Technology Review, which now that I think about it, it's pretty funny they yeah. have all people were putting this out. Um, the article talks about how uh, downtown Toronto, I think back in 2017, uh, announced their re- they were going to turn the quayside part of the lakefront on in downtown Toronto into this big tech city, mm-hmm. this futuristic a smart city. What that include? And um, uh, from what I understand, a smart city is built from the ground up to incorporate. Uh, a lot of sensing technology and a lot of it's just directly connected to the internet. Um, they have some of these cities like out east. I like, or I don't uh, understand what the the gains are from it. I I I think a lot of it's meant mm. to automate traffic, um, pedestrian traffic. Yeah. Uh, like- just just like quality of life stuff like uh, the automatic heating told the lights that you're there yeah that's pretty cool like that yeah or if you're waiting for uh, public transit you know the transit line can be told oh there's such amount of people at a certain stop or if there's no one at a stop the transit can just blitz right through it seems pretty crazy just Um, like some american company to fucking yeah infrastructure (laughs) like that yeah yeah it was it was meant to be a very experimental thing to show that oh these big smart cities can work mm-hmm. in a democracy uh, because apparently most of them are well, in where pretty authoritarian close, states like... oh. no that's that's actually not which is it's that's neither here nor there um because that part of the article i don't care about why not uh, can we linger <laughs> yeah let's I, let's i can just hear like jacob frowning seconds. come on like... <laughs> Ah, uh, fine. Linger. Go on. Authoritarian city-state. Really quick. I don't know if I'm misremembering it. Maybe the article mentioned it. Sure. 
I think some of the worst news to come out of uh-huh. that Sidewalks Labs decisions was they were going to have their own police force and maybe even their own court. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's some Umbrella Corporation yeah. bullshit right there. I don't know if that was speculation or if that was actually announced. But Oh, you know what we should talk about? Uh, speaking of uh, corporate courts, the Twitter ban yeah. of Jordan Peterson. That's topical. <laughs> a fucking, did you see? You've got to watch. There, he put out a 14-minute video. Uh, co- oh, complaining geez. about it. Yeah. Did you hear what happened? Am I? Uh... No. Okay, Come on. What, Take the L. Oh, right, the right, right. Please. Yeah, the tech city. <laughs> the fuck. Write it yeah. down, though. That's a good story. This. <laughs> this uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's up <laughs> to you it. to remember. I've already forgotten. Um, I am. I am. ADHD. You got the article in front of I me. wanted to talk about. <laughs> and stay in your lane, brother. We listen I'm to you sorry, yap I'm about it for 25 minutes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so this article, right? Yeah, uh, City Labs, whatever the hell it was called, uh, they they botched the it pretty bad. Um, they no Google. Oh, no, well, I'm you know, oh. still talking about what's in the article. So yeah, they they ruined it. A, a, a funny thing I read: it was two weeks before City Council oh, was going to meet and tell funny. them to get lost. They just walked off. They were like, uh, yeah, we can't oh. do it. Oops, bye." Um, so in the meantime, in the, in the following three years since, uh, Toronto has since, uh, I, I think it's in collaboration with, um, this other group. I won't get into the details, but their initiative is to completely just, uh, essentially 180 on the project idea. Just, just totally reverse the idea, and instead they're going to take the same 12-acre plot of land, and their uh, their intent is to turn it into this uh, zero carbon emission. Yeah, this this wonderful utopian it's just run green by fucking, city. The coal power plant that's right next to it. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind yeah, of a like, big thing where they're getting the electricity the 10 from. Acres, it's but clean, uh, right, that's just like say, Chicago has no has the t- uh, strictest gun laws, right? You swim in a sea of uh-huh. fucking no gun laws or fucking shitty fucking environment uh, procedures. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Continue. No, no, it's totally fine. It's a very fair criticism, and uh, I, are, I don't want to sound like I'm totally. Yeah, I, I'm just, this is something I read that was interesting. Um, apparently, uh, there's going to be, uh, like I mentioned, right? Everything's pretty much made out of nice. wood. There's green space everywhere. There's forestry. And like, if if it has a surface to it that is not meant for a human, it will have plants <laughs> on it instead. Just, to, I want to um, footnote something. Julian's big on the wood building materials. For, I think mm-hmm. our, our next uh, mm-hmm. podcast should be about uh, cities and what we view them as for the future. Because then Julian can oh, do his bit about his wood skyscrapers. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a big thing with the with the city. A lot of what they're proposing would be... It's a good bit, Julian. Uh, you know, wooden structures. Um, uh, a large part of it apparently is going to be devoted yeah. to low-income sure housing. Um, yeah, uh, they're working in collaboration with a 
uh, I believe there there's a Canadian architect. There's uh, um, a Mohawk native architect oh. working on the project as well. Um, a fellow from Denmark, I believe. A very like well no if i if i were in the architecture community you know uh for <laughs> oh, yeah yeah you know the architecture community people who are into architecture uh, yeah oh architecture yeah uh, sorry one of them they're architectures um architecture i have to point out though <laughs> i'm so i'm sorry but move on <laughs> um but yeah anyway it sounds like the project itself is very like being handled by a pretty diverse group. Um, two acres wow. of forestry out of the 12. So that's like 20. what, something like 15% Wait, at least. On. I think when a little more. Forestry, do you mean just like planted trees or that, like right? productive? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's the thing. Because when I read it, when I'm reading the article, it sounded like two acres was going no, to be devoted to it, a right? solid like, forest. They will have two acres. They'll have trees. No. It, and for... that equivalates or equivocates or whatever. Yeah. From what I saw of the aerial, like the proposed aerial map, uh, there's going to be just like tons yeah. of pockets of green space everywhere throughout this, uh, throughout the new Keyside. And, um, which yeah, I imagine like, equates what, to two, these two spots acres. Ten meters um, by six meters or something like that. Little, yeah. No idea. No idea. So I mean, it's it's impossible yeah. to tell what they actually <laughs> do going forward, right? Because they they have like the main buildings planned out right now, and I think they've begun was a... like surface level figuring out things. If it, I was like, a betting man, real life in downtown Toronto but, uh, would be the locus for crime. Uh, eventually if you know i'm just gonna bet at something you're gonna put a boondocks in the middle of a city like... yeah i mean maybe who knows who knows what could stem from this uh yeah I, 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 this this article i the reason i mention it's funny is because there's this big technology review outlet basically they they basically spend the whole article shit talking yeah, uh this uh yeah this sidewalk city whatever uh and then and then they're like okay well here's what this city might look like and <laughs> toronto's kind of excited for it that's <laughs> the rest of it's just all right <laughs> basically yeah it's which insane is, which to is me pretty that funny we can't but, uh, an entire city for like really cheaply you know what i mean like how how expensive yeah. could it be and why did we have to partner with <laughs> apparently really expensive because uh, city labs or whatever sidewalk. it is i really should just figure out the name sidewalk labs thank you i just said it a minute ago too they were given million, 300 million like, 10 acres to do like a i could do, to do a pretty small part of the city with a budget of 300 million dollars <laughs> i'm sure of it i'm sure of it i could do godlike things with a budget of 300 million dollars right like uh, yeah yeah, and instead they spent two and a half years jerking each other off, and uh, then went, "Ah, this is too expensive. <laughs> and a, and a We're leaving." Company too, right? Like to to like invite a strategic threat to develop your infrastructure and then manage it, right? Like, why not ask the South uh -huh. Koreans or something? Like, what are they gonna do to us ever, right? At least it's not <laughs> our neighbors running our fucking grid, then, right? Like. <laughs> 
don't yeah. Know. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what, what mischief would happen. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, you know, I don't know. Everyone seems very optimistic at I this think, point from the way the article I think you, handles if you just attached, uh, interviews. Some kind of modern lighting system uh, to a, a decentralized network and then also had uh, distribution centers have to sign up for a centralized uh, like traffic system, like just a a coordination system that that basically just rubber uh, uh-huh. rubber stamps whatever the fuck they're doing. But like, we'll sometimes we'll see that there's a day that will be too congested, and we'll say you have to wait like six hours or some shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And that you could do that, those two uh-huh. things in the Montreal, Quebec City, uh, Victoria, uh, Vancouver. Mon- I said Montreal already, and Toronto. You could do it all in all the major uh, Canadian cities for three hundred million dollars. Uh-huh. I'm fucking sure of it. Like, that's so much. Mo- it's so much money. <laughs> like, Probably, that's a lot of money. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Three hundred million dollars. Yeah. City yeah. politics. You know, it's just a different it's animal. I would, uh, I would share. There's a rendering. The rendering of oh, this yeah? proposed city is gorgeous it's phenomenal i do want to share it but i i feel like for our listeners it will do oh, them good no good um <laughs> we can yeah we can try some described audio for the... uh for the visually impaired which is everyone because no, no one can see this photo and i'm i'm so sorry it's a little big uh it's like four gigabytes nice. gigabytes oh. megabytes that's just the most in-depth picture ever um, oh that's actually very gorgeous it's very detailed. Oh, it's uh, it's beautiful. Could, that's what they're planning to do. Yeah, this is this oh, is that's... a rendering of what they hope the Keyside looks like, and that, that's another thing with this article. It does it has no mention <laughs> of when they hope this is done, but they've got all these, yeah. you know, ah, great. Um, apparently, there's supposed to be all sorts of art venues. You can kind of see them there towards the bottom. Um, if I had to describe it to like the audience, I think tons it's of these like little rooftop a skyscraper farms. that has been done up like the ancient hanging gardens of Babylon. Yeah, it look, it's much higher rise than I yeah. it to be. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, they've, they've only got these 12 yeah. acres to work with. So I think the intent is to make these super dense uh you know yeah these very dense affordable That's housing units answer, for right? Density small families is the only answer to all our problems uh agreed uh we, we have at, at this point dense. yeah like we should be able but that but that's kind of that's kind of the weird thing at the same time because uh the buildings themselves are quite dense but this proposed project has a lot of uh, negative yeah, space, so to I, speak. Like per acre, there's not a lot of building, but there's yeah, a lot of people up, crammed into those like buildings. Of people per building, right? And especially when you're using them for residential purposes, mm-hmm. as they should be used. Like all the skyscrapers in downtown or Toronto. Mixed, even. Yeah, at least mix, at least, right? But all the skyscrapers in downtown Toronto are just wasted space, right? Like it's the most. Yeah, val- they're just full of. They're just full of investment assets. It's the most valuable real estate on the planet, and it's wasted. Wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. I watched a video. Uh, yeah. Speaking of disgusting, are are you done on this bit, or can I? Uh, sorry. Yeah, no, go, uh, go, go for your yeah, video. I, uh, oh, hang on, I'll end it. We will talk more about cities next week. That's fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> the, I was watching a video of Dan Blitzerian today. Yeah, you, know, you know this guy? He's an internet. He's an internet person. No he's, idea. Uh, uh, I don't even know how to describe him. Is that his ideology? Is Blitzarian? I don't. I'm Blitz-like, I guess. I don't know. He's he's like <laughs> this. He's a. You know who Liver King is? Brandon's been going on about Liver King. <laughs> yes. Oh, kind of. Yeah, then, yeah. Like tangentially, the, I know who he is. Imagine a teenage boy's fantasy life that has gone weirdly awry like a like a an olympian curse awry <laughs> right okay and it, he's also uh bullied on the internet for having calf implants that's another thing he's uh very famous for but he's really rich like really rich and uh like pursues this hyper masculine lifestyle while being really rich that just makes it so painfully mm-hmm. obvious what a fucking corrupt and decadent system we live under Right, like uh, he he's got these uh, portion of his house yeah. uh, with dab rigs. Uh, you know what I'm saying when I'm t- talking about dab rigs? Yeah, yeah, I knew you wouldn't, DJ. Uh, no. So you, when you collect weed from the plant, you can uh, shake off the THC crystals from it, and then from that you can smush that down okay. and bake it and smush it and bake it, and eventually you get this like I don't know rubber like material it's more like a taffy like material that if you smoke like margarine almost yeah that's a better word okay. butter is what it's <laughs> called sometimes and oh, if you smoke it it will okay. destroy you <laughs> it's what i oh. smoked before i took you guys to kitchener when i was 17 yeah oh good times. I can no longer good be times. convicted of um, <laughs> 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 hooray but, uh, Anyways, he's got these dab rigs that are just like elaborate glass pieces, like that should be art fixtures, right? And then he just has, and he says, yeah, I don't really smoke anymore. And then in every room in the house that he took these people through on Pimp My Crib or whatever this fucking show was, I don't know, it was a YouTube video, I'm I'm constantly just uh-huh. lost on YouTube. Sure. And uh, there was women <laughs> in the beds of every room, and I was, li- I was like, oh, that's kind of oh. fucking gross, don't you think? Like... And then you go to his bedroom, yeah. and he keeps uh, supplies of every STD test that you can think of. Gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis. Like, oh. it, it was, yeah, it was Ooh. a peer okay. into the world of the elite, and it makes me want to eat them. <laughs> no, I don't want to eat him, but like... I don't think you want to eat that. <laughs> no. But the calf implants, I think, are the real highlight of that. I bet that would be the best tasting part of them, to be honest. The best or the worst? Nah, I mean, (laughs) come on. I'd rather eat fake than whatever's going on there. (laughs) Uh, For real, though, uh, sometimes my my niece and nephew are much more uh, indoctrinated by yeah, what I would call normie YouTube. YouTube is dangerous. Um, it's it's scary. Sometimes you know I see it when I'm um, maybe not logged yeah. in, 
right. or I'm on a different device. But uh, sometimes they show me, you know, hey, hey, uh, check out this video. Hey, uncle, check out this video. And I'll watch it. And some of these people are just the phoniest. But yeah. you can tell they have so much money. They're just filming on these mega mansions and uh, in these beautiful, yeah. you know, yeah. Californian locales. It's very disgusting. It's just, it's <laughs> wow, wow, it just Dude. blows me away. And then they, they just consume that content, and they're just like, oh, this is normal. People, rich people are, just doing things. Yeah. Ha ha. The watch them. Right <laughs> fucking, uh, ecosystem uh, on YouTube is like that, right? It's just like dudes who have fucking made incredible amounts of money bilking these fucking morons, sitting in their mansions trying to bilk them for for, uh, for more money. I uh, I should have left that bit for the Jordan Peterson at the end, though. No, I think we're, we've, we've got a couple minutes left. You want to jump into that now? Oh, sure. Did we not have something else we wanted to talk about, though? Uh, Roe versus Wade, nah, maybe. But like, I think everybody knows. Bill C-11. There, there, was a, there was another another thing. Oh, that's right. I, uh, oh, yeah, I that's really it. I don't have much to say about that. If you're Canadian and and you're listening to that, to this uh, don't worry about that bill it does not take away anybody's <laughs> rights you're go, you're gonna be fine that's my that's my bit a good public service announcement it's it like applied <laughs> the, uh, the old system for the radio right where they had to have so much canadian content per fucking minute of air time or whatever yeah and uh they applied it to you. That's a rule I love. I love it too, right? How else can you maintain <laughs> uh, a Canadian culture without government intervention, right? We would be... Yeah, honestly. Anyways, uh, they applied those rules to the YouTube algorithm, basically, in Canada. They were like, you have to show so many Canadian content producers for fucking every search, right? It's like, yeah, that makes oh. sense. Yeah, I'm behind that. And uh, the conservatives have been just railing about it online, like really actively propagandizing against that this is like some anti-free speech thing. And it's just not, right? Like, uh, I think the reason that it's getting so much backlash is because, like, it's bad for the international right, you know, the international corporate yeah. right, to have Canadian content uh, pushed because Canadians are way left of the international right. Like, way left. <laughs> I was going to say, this might give us an advantage on YouTube. <laughs> it will. It will. <laughs> you know, uh, to, to, to bring that back to, to the City article, I know we're past it, but that was, a, that was a very funny paragraph that was included in it, is that, uh, Jacob, you mentioned this company's American, and this article basically goes, yeah, uh, it makes sense that this American company would come up here and just assume, you know, uh, yeah, the American yeah, citizens yeah. would be totally fine with all of this. And then, you know, oh, why aren't these why aren't these simple-minded Canadians yeah, yeah. okay with us <laughs> spying on them all the time? We're like okay with a little more authoritarianism than the uh well, that's not true, I guess, right? Like No. <laughs> we're okay with a little more order than freedom. How about that? Then a little more state intervention. Yeah. That was that was kind of uh, uh, the this article put it in a similar way that Canadians expect like an orderly yes. and an That's accountable cool. government. Like we expect our government to at least like, Hey, yeah. 
I'm you're okay fucking up. Without the freedom to hold a protest in Ottawa for weeks on end, if it means that I can say to my government that you're a fascist, right? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But anyways, that that's not a real bit. I just wanted to make fun of Jordan Peterson. I, uh, yeah. Speaking of fascists. Yeah. There's uh, he uh, he got banned on Twitter. I'm sure everybody's heard of this that's listening to this fucking show. Uh, for dead naming uh, Elliot Page. Uh, once named. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I did read the headlines <laughs> about this. Okay, I I completely in and out. I did not care about that guy's He's name at all. Like but uh, please do go on. Fascination for the political left online because you can beat up on him like really easily, and he's like he was for a. a not a moment for like a, a year there he was this darling of the right right and still is he still is to some extent and he, in fact that this uh twitter thing is something of a publicity stunt is the left uh youtube's uh position on it because he's coming out uh with a uh like like an unlockable uh, part of a streaming service. You know, like Disney Plus will come out with a new movie and you have to pay 30 bucks. Same shit. Right. But it's for... Mm-hmm. Doing the paywalled stuff? Yeah, but for whatever the uh, conservative one is. I think it's Blaze TV or some nonsense. I, I'm, I can't okay. remember. But uh, anyways, so he did this fucking... He does this awful dead naming thing, right? Just to like belittle this person. Uh, so that he can be banned from Twitter. And then within like a couple hours of that, may- like maybe 12 hours of that, he releases this professionally produced video about him. <laughs> like, Yeah, exactly. And he's like in a suit and he's got the proper lighting and he's like doing this monologue that's like really well prepared. And he keeps uh, uh, mistakenly uh, calling him uh, he, him, her, they... But it's not obviously not a mistake. It's like, it's like the most see-through phony thing. And I, I, I'm not sure why I wanted to bring up Jordan Peterson earlier, but I just wanted to talk about him because he's in the news a lot. He's a local boy. And he's a local boy. I really hate him. <laughs> yeah, he's a professor at U of T. He was. He ain't no more. Oh, I didn't. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a he's a professional grifter now, is what he is. He uh, he really is. Yeah. There was a there's this YouTuber I follow. I told you about him the other day, Julian R.M. Brown, and uh, yeah. he's very small. Uh, but he said, you know, maybe uh, we're not nice to Jordan Peterson, but it seems like the only way to get through to his audience, who may one day talk to a woman or you know sprout their <laughs> first pube, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They may someday become the lobster. The what? Become the lobster? That was one of his 12 rules for life in that stupid book. Oh, man, I didn't read it. I didn't either. I just got a synopsis online. Yeah. But I'm... He... he... But he, you uh, remember the lobster, He does. He, uh, it's impressive. I, uh, I, do, I only know one philosopher really well, and it's Nietzsche, and he talks about Nietzsche all the fucking time, and it just <laughs> infuriates me. i got to find this become the lobster bit, though. You can close yeah. out the program if you want. Uh, I am the lobster. Lobster. You are the lobster. Cuckoo-cuckoo, yeah. 
Oh, fuck off. <laughs> All right. <laughs>